Hey everybody, Dave Hagen here. What the heck is going on out there? Today we're going to try to find something positive in this coronavirus world. That's today on the Financial Wellness Podcast. Welcome to the Financial Wellness Podcast, Dave's weekly message to keep you on your path to the financial success. Here is your host, financial problem solver and talk show host, Dave Hagan. Hey, thanks, Nick, and welcome everybody to the Financial Wellness Podcast, Coronavirus Edition. As many of our regular listeners know, we've been off the air for about uh, four or five weeks now. We've been trying to figure out how to put this together without actually being in the studio. Um, and we are now going to be putting this together by Zoom. So this is an experiment today. We've done some pre-tests. We think that we're ready to go. So on today's show, we've got Scott, our engineer. He's in Van Nuys, California. We've got our announcer, Nick Appel, who's coming to us from San Diego, California. We've got Brian Reed coming to us from Venice, California, for those of you in the know near Muscle Beach. And I'm coming to you from Topanga, California, and that's near the San Fernando Valley. So we're putting this thing together four different locations, and we're hoping that we can come up with something that's interesting and entertaining and is going to keep you in the listen. So let's make sure we got everybody. Nick from San Diego, are you with us? Good to see you, everyone. Hope everyone's doing well. Hey, good to see you too. You know, the, the cool thing is we do this video as well so we can see each other, but the listeners are just going to get the, the audio side of this. Maybe we'll go video someday. So you're down there in San Diego. You're between semesters at law school. How goes it, man? It's going well. School starts back up next week. Um, taking employment law uh, during the summer and then also working and uh, going into my final year of law school. So, final year uh, of law school. Wow. So pass all those classes and then, hey, guess what? You get to take a little quiz three days. Can't wait. Uh, I'll bet you can. I'll bet you can. The, uh, the, the quiz that I took, uh, somebody actually threw up halfway through the test and nobody flinched. Everyone kept writing, but you knew where the stench cloud was going. Cause you'd hear people gag. It was pretty fun. Yeah. Pretty fun. I hope, pretty I, good to- hope, I hope I can avoid that. Yeah. I'll bet. And Mr. Brian Reed coming to us from Venice, California. How you doing, Brian? Good evening, gentlemen. How are we all? Good, good. I think we're good. Anything new with you? Uh, I want my beaches opened up again. This is, you know, kind of killing me. What the heck? That's Why brutal. You California, if you don't live by the beach. Right. Still, so yeah. the, the mayor the mayor closed the beach. And then uh, what? The California wasn't the legislature. I guess I guess in LA you've been closed the whole time. Well, theoretically. Yeah, and then and then Governor Gavin um, locked him down again in, in LA. I saw something about that today. Orange County, he was like closing down again or yeah, Orange County tomorrow. and Ventura said, we're, we're open. And uh, Governor Gavin said, no, no, you're really not. 
This is going to be great when all the lawsuits start to see if oh, any of these governors really had the power to do this. I don't right, know. So, I don't know so, what the answer is. So now all the boys are trying to determine who's got the power, and it's it's gone from, uh, hey, we're all going to get sick and die, to, hey, who can tell each other what to do? You got to love it. It's a crazy world. It's a crazy time right now. Crazy stuff, crazy stuff. All right, well, let's talk about uh, a little bit of Corona V. You know, as a country, we're in our fifth or sixth week of, of quarantine. We're all locked down. We're staying inside as much as we can. And people are sick and people are dying. And, I, you know, I don't even want to give our, our listeners account because it'll be substantially different tomorrow. But it's a big deal. The stock market, oh, my goodness, totally in the toilet. It was down like a third. It's back up a little bit, but uh, totally in the toilet. People are getting laid off from their jobs and they, they, they may not be rehired. You know, if it turns out that a, a business can still get stuff done with, uh, with less people, there are people that may not be rehired. So with this big pile of poo, we're thinking, how do we say anything positive? in the face of all this. And I thought that if we could share some interesting personal observations and trying to find some silver lining to all this difficulty, especially, especially things that might relate to financial wellness podcasts, it might be worth 20 or 30 minutes of a, of a listener's time. So what, what good can we pull out of all of this? Well, I came up with, I don't know, four, five, six, seven things. You guys tell me what you think. First and foremost, we're, we're starting to get an idea of what we're dealing with. You know, three weeks ago, we had no idea whether the virus might eventually wipe us all out. And I, I think the politicians were scared beyond belief. You know, what's Governor Gavin going to say? Well, hey, I'm the governor of California. Yeah, well, your population's about half of what it was, my friend. That's pretty brutal. I think President Trump and his folks were pretty worried about how, uh, brutal this was going to be, whether it was going to be a Spanish virus or whether it was just going to be a, you know, a, a lesser SARS thing. So I think people were scared out of their mind. I mean, I was, how about you guys? I was, I was, you know, I bought some supplies and laid it in and started to think about this. And did you get your fair affairs in order? Pretty much. Oh, your affairs are always in order. you you're one of those organized kind of guys. Not, uh, I mean, the one thing that I did do is, you know, I started to look at my long-term, you know, emergency supplies. Yeah. And there were, there were some Amazon purchases that were made. Were you, you hoarding? <laughs> were you hoarding? Were you standing not, in line? No, I'm not hoarding. It was just a matter of, all right, let's make sure you got enough Band-Aids, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's, that, I mean, the basic kind of stuff, right? If, if everything goes to a heck in a handbasket and you've got a more, you know, motor, do you have what you need to survive for a while? So. Yeah. I heard that in parts of the country, gun sales were just going nuts. Now that's not the kind of thing that we see in like Southern California because here everyone's, you know, cool and mellow and, and chilling. But in parts of the country, people are going, get me my gun in case things really get loose. Well, yeah, this, the sheriff here did that. He said that they weren't essential, and then they were essential, and then they weren't, and I think they are again. But it's gun stores cool. are allowed to be open. 
Is that right? Well, they're they're essential for you know. I I remember during the the L.A. riots. Remember the Rodney King thing? I mean, there were reports people sitting on their rooftops with rifles and stuff. I, I, it's not going to get to that, but you know, people always kind of think the worst. Crazy stuff. How about you, Nick? Were you a little freaked out? Yeah, in fact, I'm still kind of freaked out. Um, I don't know if you've heard, but the California bar for the July California bar this year has been postponed until September. And then uh, it's likely that they're going to be administering it via online. So that's going to be interesting to get used to. Um, Still getting used to virtual classes. Um, Yeah. You know, it's just, uh, I live in a 650 square foot studio. And so my, uh, my desk is right over there in my room and it's just very tight. So it's just getting used to this new normal and I'm following a couple companies that are working on vaccines and just very, very hopeful that we can solve something in the near future. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. Do you, do you feel a little more secure now than you did three, four weeks ago? I don't big pause. I don't. And the big pause is because I didn't want to say no, but, um, you know, with, uh, with the governor opening up the beaches statewide and then pulling it back because of how people were acting, it's kind of, it's kind of, I kind of have a pessimistic view about how people are going to listen to the new rules once the country does reopen or just the state. And we'll, we'll only see in the future, but You know, the governor set down specific rules about what you could and cannot do at the beach. And within three days, people were abusing. And that's why we have to close them again. Yeah, it's interesting. You're the you're the youngest of the three of us and you're the the most pessimistic. You're supposed to be the like the young guy. No one can touch me. I can do whatever I want kind of guy. And you're you're a little more balanced. You're you're actually you're a little more concerned. I just I like to be a realist and I don't want to get my hopes too high because look what happened with the beaches and then just got shut yeah. right down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, here we were, what, three, four weeks ago, freaking out. And yeah, I don't know. It seems to me things are a little bit different. I mean, now we know that this is a, another version of the flu, you know, an, an animal virus, actually. Um, we know that it's extremely infectious because sick people may not be symptomatic and maybe that's why it's growing. We know it's probably been around significantly longer uh, than originally thought. Most people thought this came over, what, um, March, early March, late February. Maybe it's been around for quite a while. In fact, I, um, I've got a friend who uh, lives outside of um, uh, Los Angeles, and they had a tour group come through from uh, uh, China last week in January. And he runs a business up there, and he said, you know, when the, when the tour group left, he had an unusual number of people calling in sick, just not feeling right. Is that possible? Think about that. Do, 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 do. Maybe it's been here longer than, than we thought, you know? We know that the fatality rate's probably something similar to the common flu. Now that they've tested people for antibodies and they compare the death rate up against the, you know, number of people that have been infected, maybe, maybe the death rate's something more like the, the common flu, but we know that it can turn deadly quickly, um, mostly with elderly and people with pre-existing health issues, but 
it also, um, you know, and occasionally reaches up and grabs young people and healthy people from time to time. I talked to a, a nurse today and she was saying that, uh, you know, in their, in their hospital, uh, they've lost young people for no apparent reason. And, uh, you know, a lot of us walk around, think, well, we're not part of one of those groups. And, um, uh, you know, and, and it turns out someone outside of one of those risk groups gets sick. Um, we now have a, you know, a test more commonly available. You know, I, I drove up to my office the other day and across the street, there was a line of cars and people were going in to get their, their free coronavirus test. And apparently you, you get a reservation and you get in line in the car at that time and you roll down the window and they, they give you a thing and you stick something in your throat and you put it in a little baggie and they give you a number and you get the results the next couple of days. We didn't have that three, four weeks ago. I don't know that we had anybody uh, or any test practically three, four weeks ago for this kind of thing. So we're starting to, we were starting to get our, our hands around it. You know, it turns out there's a test for uh, antibodies and some people are thinking that if you have the antibodies in your body, you may be immune. Now the WHO in the last couple of days said, Hey, they, that might necessarily be the case, but that may be the case. And, um, wow, what's it going to be like if it turns out that if you have the antibodies in your body, you can't get it again, you're going to be a very valuable person, a very valuable employee in a lot of businesses, knowing that you probably won't get it. Very, very interesting. So there's a, there's a lot of bad stuff out there, but we've come a long way in what the last six weeks. And, you know, I, I don't know, it seems to me we should celebrate this. Even in a dark time, we should, we should be grateful and celebrate the fact that, you know, we've got a little bit of an idea of, of what we're dealing with. What do you guys think? I don't know if you want to hear my view, David. <laughs> oh my gosh, Nick, you're, you're killing me. You're killing, this is, this is the upbeat podcast and you're, you're really hurting down there. You know, it's just interesting because I've been really uh, heavily invested in stocks the last two months. And so I'm following Gilead and Gilead, the company is working on, I think it's called Redem Redemsivir. It's something that sounds like that. And, you know, they, they had their first um, test trial not come out as positive as they want to. And, you know, I, I do appreciate what Mary Garcetti is doing for Los Angeles. And he has opened up tests for anyone who lives in Los Angeles, whether they're um, exhibiting symptoms or not. However, okay, so what? You test negative, you test positive. What's the next step? There's a finite amount of space in hospitals. There's a finite amount of space of what we can do once we find out someone has tested positive. So until we come up with an antiviral or a vaccine, I'm just, I'm just being a realist because the answer is it's not a black or white situation. We just don't know. We just don't know, but we know a lot more than we did a month ago. Correct. And it's only going to, we're only going to become more knowledgeable in the future. I'm, I'm no, very, very positive about that. Yeah. B read you freaking. The situation is fluid. I don't think we can trust any of the numbers that we're receiving. At this point, you know I mean, both I'm, sides can spin. If you want to look at it politically, both sides can spin stuff. So I don't know. I would definitely not feel comfortable making any sort of an official statement about death tolls or who's actually infected or the number one thing to remember is it's fluid. We're doing the best that we can. And maybe there's hope in that we have to t have 
a belief that people do care and we're trying to find a solution. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that's really surprised me is that people's view of this um, in, in, in large measure depends upon their political philosophy and that people are kind of lining up on political philosophy. If you know, you listen to any of the watching the TV shows or the radio shows or whatever, it's it, the, the lines are still pretty clearly drawn and I've, I've never operated within either sets of those lines, but um, I'm pretty surprised the way that it's people's opinions are affected by their ideology. I don't know. Um, all right. How about another observation? This isn't a particular uh, financial wellness thing, but um, here's an observation. My cell phone's got that like face recognition and it doesn't recognize me with a mask. <laughs> I had to relearn what the, what the, the pin number was. And I didn't realize that when I'd lift the phone up to me, uh, up to my face to use it, that it was checking out my face, putting little dots on my face and keying me in. And now it just goes, uh-uh, I don't know who you are. You don't know who you are, but you're definitely not Dave. Yeah. Did you notice that? Do you think you guys got a, a what, an iPhone 10 or above? And There's it, all sorts of jokes out there on the internet about that already. So it's all, you know, as long as the fingerprint thing still works, there you go. Or the code. Yeah. I mean, that's fine with me, but it, I mean, it's, it's, it's just something a little different. It was a little jarring and it's like, all right, next. Did you see Apple announced this morning that they're, they're working on a workaround and they expect to download an updated um, iOS and somehow they're going to change it. So it'll still recognize you in a mask. It's going to do a, a, what, a retinal scan now. I, I did not see that, but I do know that Apple beat its quarterly earnings that they expected. So stocks looking Real good. You're liking it. You're loving life. <laughs> things are a little better. Did you see Tesla made a profit? Tesla is uh, Tesla is so volatile, even in this volatile market. Uh, I have a bunch of friends who just say, "Put your money in." Elon knows the way, and uh, I'm a little more hesitant. But I guess you can say I'm a little more conservative. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's certainly volatile, but you know, without selling cars for the last um, third of the quarter, how do they how do they do that? But Good for them. Good for them. We, we love Elon here and uh, more, more power to him, you know. Um, talking about masks, I walked into a, a small local store to pick up something essential the other day. And, uh, you know, I put my, my mask on. It wasn't a mask. It was a black bandana. So it was about a week ago before they were really pushing the, the mask. And uh, the lady sees me walk in with a black bandana around my face. And she, she was a little startled. And I said, I know, I know. In normal times, you see me coming into the store like this and you're thinking, we're getting robbed. And it's just me. I need to buy something and then I'll go. Times have changed. Things are pretty different. Have either of you guys been to the depot in the last week? Oh, no. my goodness. There's a line outside the depot just to get in. So you stand there with your mask to get something. And um, they're only letting a certain number of people in the Home Depot. I mean, why not just buy it online? I'm sure they have uh, online pickup or online shipping. And well, they have they have online or they have pickup there at the store. But if you got a plumber here and the plumber goes, "Well, I need a left-handed fluter valve," and you go, "All right, don't worry, I, I know what I'm paying you an hour. I'll go get it." Um, you, you know, you do what you got to do. You go to the stand line. You do your social D. You do the whole thing. And um, but there's there's a line twenty, thirty, forty people deep. 
So this morning I had to go over there and I'm telling you no line. And I'm thinking Christmas come early. It was, it was great just to be able to walk right by and be in and out before I had to take uh, too many breaths. Yeah. I've experienced that when I go to Costco and when I go to Costco and see that there's no line, it's like Christmas day. It's one of the best feelings. And yet a month ago, six weeks ago, that was, that was not a thing. It's like, they just go, come on in now. We, we're shoulder to shoulder in here. We want you. How things have changed. How things have changed. Another, another observation, and this is an LA thing. The freeways are clear. Oh, baby. Is this like living life in the, in the wonderful lane or, or what, you know? I mean, the freeway is supposed to be a toll-free way to get someplace quicker. I mean, that's what they were supposed to be. And they were, they were called freeways because you didn't pay a toll. Instead, they became a, a soul-draining experience. Traffic, traffic, eight, nine o'clock at night. Um, and, and now you can move around. I mean, that there's less traffic on the freeways now than there was at two in the morning previously. And to be able to move around and, you know, drive somewhere, drop something off. I mean, you don't, you don't get near anybody. Just drop it on the front lawn or leave or, or what have you. And then, um, and then you take off. You know, we, we've gone to visit uh, my parents a couple of times and um, they're elderly. So we go and, and uh, put a, you know, a couple of chairs on the front lawn and they come out on the patio and we talk probably 20 feet away. Um, but we, we've got to keep them, you know, mentally in the game. And yet we're not, we're not going to go in the house. We're not going to take the risk of uh, causing them any infection with the coronavirus. So, this is, this is what we do. This is what we do. Or, or sometimes we'll have the whole family have a happy hour on Zoom. Those are fun. It's actually pretty fun, isn't it? Have you done it? Nick, yeah. Done the, um, the Zoom fam thing? Yeah. Last Sunday, I have, a, I have seven or nine first cousins. And then we had, a, we had a boozy Sunday brunch. So that was a lot of fun. Oh, I like that. How about you, B. Reed? No, I've done a bunch of them, and I FaceTime with my folks all the time. So, well, that's good. This has been uh, nothing new for me in terms business of business as usual. Yeah, but I mean, it's so cool to be able to think, even though you're not going to go there really, but to think you could just jump in the car and be somewhere in 15 minutes. Pretty cool. Of course, there's not many places you really want to go at this point. <laughs> um, I know some people have just gone out for a drive just to get out of the house, and if you keep I've your windows that. up, hey, why not? Yeah, You've I did that. that. I, I did that at the beaches. Uh, did you really? Down to, yeah, drove through um, La Jolla yeah. to uh, Del, Del Mar, beautiful beaches and everything. They just have caution tape. I uh, did it uh, last Friday, actually. Wow. And uh, it was just, I, I just, you know, I live in a 600, 650 square feet studio. All my amenities are closed off and I just had to get out. I just, I had to get out. Yeah. And, and so, uh, you know why it was, it was really nice. And I just, uh, living in downtown here, there's not a lot of green. And I think yeah. I was just missing the green, the fresh smell. And, uh, you know, uh, Torrey Pines, the golf course down there yeah. is the only place in California, I believe that grows Torrey Pines, the actual type of tree. So it was just nice to get away for a quick little drive. Kind of good to just to get out, you know, two weeks ago, we, uh, I guess on the way to see my folks, we, we decided to take uh, um, Pacific Coast Highway. And all along, there were, you know, the tape and the, and the dividers and the no parking. And people were just, 
just parking there and going down on the beach. And I thought, what is wrong with these people? It, it's not even... It's not even a close question as to what your behavior is supposed to be. This, this is why we cannot have nice things. This is why. Yeah, yeah, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Hey, how about another good thing? We're, we're learning to work from home. You know, we're working from home. I, it, it's actually kind of cool. Less traffic, less time spent commuting, perhaps more quiet time to, to get some stuff done. Zoom is pretty amazing. Um, I don't know. I think we should celebrate that even in this dark time. We're learning to do business in a, in a different way, using different programs, um, you know, setting up with families like this boozy Sunday brunch idea. I'm, I'm kind of, uh, I'm kind of liking that, you know, it, it's just awesome. And it's nice, uh, you know, cause I live in San Diego and you know, my family lives in Thousand Oaks and Los Angeles and mm-hmm. one in New York. So we can all just see each other at the same sure. time. Sure. Sure. And speaking of boozy brunches, um, here's another good uh, thing. Alcohol sales are up uh, 55%. How could that be bad? <laughs> you know, people are sitting around and saying, well, I think I'll have a drink. I don't know. We've, we've kind of taken to having a glass of wine with dinner and, uh, you know, kind of kicking back and discussing the, the day's events. Do you see people drinking more there, Brian? Um, I don't see people. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't know what their thing is. Uh, no, we've, you know, yeah, the, the zoom meetings normally have a, uh, libation of some sort involved and right. You know, but it's, it's a good thing that we're learning how to do this because we're going to need to do it again. We can't go back to being a society of we go to work and that's the only way we know how to work. Right. It makes, makes no sense. It makes no sense. And have multiple ways of doing the same thing. No, I, I totally agree with you. And, and education the same way, you know, I thought that computers would change, edu- you know, the education system so much and it, and it really didn't. And uh, the last time that Steve jobs and, and Bill Gates got together. Um, one of the things that they talked about was the fact that their brainchild had not changed education nearly as much as they thought it would. And um, you know, maybe this coronavirus is going to change work how we work and how we get stuff done. You, you can plan to be home one day and get a ton of work done. Maybe, you know, we need to plan to be able to do this again for another year for the future, if necessary. Yeah. Our infrastructure needs to be overhauled to allow for this. Yeah. Yeah. Now I don't want to brag and say, I told you so, because that would be easy and simple to do. But do you remember about 18 months ago, I said on this podcast, One of the things that we should do as a humankind is find a way to defeat viruses, whatever the kind of virus we we've, we put cancer in the bag. We've, we've substantially dealt with things like HIV. We've, we've dealt with um, all sorts of things. I mean, I remember as a young kid, well, I mean, polio vac, you know, and a little sugar cube. We've made progress on some things, but cancer's not in the, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to agree with the statement that cancer's in the bag. Well, a lot of, a lot of cancers are survivable. Some of them are, but a lot of them are where they weren't 20 years ago, 30 years ago. It's not in the bag, but it's way better than what it We're was. We're definitely improving. Yeah. I mean, HIV is way better. I remember when Magic Johnson announced and we were all crying in the office because we thought he'd be dead in 18 months. And, you know, he, he's been able to stay alive and he looks pretty healthy. So, I mean, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are living today 
with that, or it's been eradicated from their body, or at least they're not testing for it. So um, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we should, maybe we should celebrate that. Now let's, let's go back to this, this alcohol sales thing, you know, um, we don't want We don't want all of our listeners out there to be out there going for volume on their alcohol consumption. You know, maybe, maybe we go for quality. I was thinking, Hey, create a craft drink, create a custom made uh, margarita, which by the way, I'm in, enjoying a little bit right here, but uh, we don't need to be doing volume. We don't need to go back to the Pabst blue ribbon days. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's a lot of like, I know Peloton has opened up. They've got a, like a 90 day free trial of their services. And it's not just, bicycling or cycling videos or stretching there's yoga um you know easily kind of cool via your phone and then you smart cast it to your tv or whatever i've done it it's not bad right yeah it works no no and also and then also with peloton uh my friend just purchased one they're allowing a zero percent apr and you pay off like 50 bucks a month for like 30 months or however many months it will take Wow. Well, just don't give one to your girlfriend or your wife because people will like bag on you and go, oh, man. <laughs> Do you remember all that stir over the holidays or yep. the Peloton commercial? I kind of I thought it was kind of cute, but uh, obviously I wasn't getting the like the full the full gist of, you know, of what was going on. So how about you, Nick? You getting big down there in San Diego? I'm uh, taking my walks, uh, attempting at running. No, I'm doing fine. I just purchased uh, some workout gear and some cables. So just getting used to this uh, no gym idea because let's just say the country is reopened. I don't know how fast I want to go to a gym, right? especially because there's not going to be personnel that are cleaning the machines after each time someone uses it. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it's just, it's just growing, growing accustomed to this new normal. And so, uh, you know, I, I do what I can, especially for my mental health, not only physical, but mental health. Okay. And, uh, that's what's going on. Very cool. Very cool. I mean, here's something for, you know, that, that's personal finance related. You know, the stock market's down or was down 30%. And you're, and everyone's thinking, Dave, that, that sucks. How can you say that that's a good thing or a good observation? Well, you know, I think it, it, it means to me that stocks are on sale. And I like that. I think that's a good thing, especially good stocks. You know, Warren Buffett has said this, who, who by the way, is doing his uh, shareholder meeting this, uh, this weekend. Or when, by the time this airs, it'll be last weekend. But they're, they're doing it virtual. They're not going to put 20,000 people in an arena. But he's, he's going to be there, and he's going to answer questions for the, three hours. But uh, Warren has said, look, when stocks go down, oh, man, I love it. Hot dog. That means that stocks are on sale. I mean, look at how Apple's come back. Apple's come substantially back. Tesla's come substantially back, even though there's more risk probably in Tesla than, than Apple. But the cream tends to rise to the top. And, you know, if you've got cash, maybe this is the time to buy. I don't want to have anyone say I'm giving out financial advice because that's not really what we do or what I'm licensed to do. But, I mean, maybe... Maybe, and maybe in this dark time, it's something to, to celebrate and think about. What do you guys think? I'm on that train. Yeah. I've invested uh, pretty heavy the last two months. And okay. uh, not today, but the last two days were beautiful. Uh, I just dumped all my um, cruise lines, though. 
Uh, well, yeah, I, I bought, I bought in at a very good rate and I made around 40% profit. And so I decided to not be a pig and just take my profit. And then my mom always told me you can't lose profit that you take out. Yeah. And so, uh, I think it's a great time to buy great time sure. to buy. I just, I just reinvested today in Apple, as I previously mentioned, and Microsoft and Facebook, they're all behemoths in their industries and nothing's really going to take them down. They're going to be okay. Think. Yeah. But that's why we need to do takeout from the pizza place down the road. Smaller businesses need our help. The big guys are going to be okay. But not smaller stocks. No, but not smaller stocks, not smaller stocks at all. Um, you know, it seems to me that the biggest um, silver lining that I've seen is that most people seem to be dealing with the issue that we're one humanity. They seem to have a higher understanding that, look, we're all in this together. This thing could take us out. You know, it's kind of come to the point where we realize it's not as long as we be smart about it. But people are all realizing that we're one humanity and who owns the dirt and who plays the what God and who's of one particular race or not seems to be for more people less important. And people are starting to realize that we're, we're one humanity. And I don't know. I think we should celebrate this. Are you guys seeing that or am I just uh, blowing myself some sunshine here? I think we got a much needed reality check. Yeah. Maybe I like that. Needed maybe some of the, you know, too bad we couldn't have come to this conclusion from another source, but I think well, it yeah. does change perspective. And either of you guys have any like burning observations that you wanted to share or have I kind of talked about some interesting stuff or enough interesting stuff at this point? Either of you? Stay, stay six feet away from each other. Give everyone their space. Just be respectful. We're all going through this time together. It's time for solidarity, not to be at each other's hearts and just be respectful. I like that. Brian? Be compassionate. Yeah. Uh, you know, my, my thought is uh, do the social D to avoid the Corona V. Think about it. That's pretty heavy, right? Hey, no emails this time, but we're going to offer somebody a chance to win some money. Uh, last episode, which was now several weeks ago, we had our first international email. And we were excited about it because we're now an international podcast. If uh, somebody sends me an email through the TFWP website and tell me from what country did that email come? Because I believe we did mention it. We will then send you a gift certificate or a, a visa card for 50 bucks. So if you, and you guys, you two guys aren't eligible. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but if any of our listeners out there go back, listen to that, tell me where it came from. I'll be able to see who sent it to me first and we'll, we'll send you out a, we'll send you out a, a little bit of love. Well, I think that's a wrap for today, Nick. Hey, thanks for uh, jumping back in with us from uh, San Diego. You are so welcome. Always good to see you, Scott and Brian. And I can't wait until the next episode. Always good stuff. B Reed. Always a pleasure. Good to see you boys. Yeah, make sure you do that social D. Copy that. To avoid the Corona V. All right, that's a wrap, everybody. This is Dave Hagan, and you've been listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast. 
You've been listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast, Dave's weekly message to keep you on your path to financial success. If you have a question that you would like Dave to answer on the podcast, go to thefinancialwellnesspodcast.com. You can leave an audio message with one click of a button or type your message into the question box. Either way, it's sent right to Dave's phone. Remember, Dave will randomly draw from the submitted questions and pick the winner of a free one-hour personal conversation with Dave to help you achieve your financial goals. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you receive the new episode notifications or share the podcast via the app with your family and friends. This is your announcer, Nick Appel, wishing you every financial success.